feature of the week that we like to call the weekly squawk. That's right. It is the weekly squawk. And joining us on the、uh, Miller Time Hotline right now are two guys who need no introduction, but I shall give them one、uh, anyway. It is Warren Wazi Harold and Stuart Dando. Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome to the weekly squawk. How are you this morning? Good morning, good morning, good morning team.、Um, I uh, uh, down with a little bit of、um, acute bronchitis. Why is it cute but, though?、Uh, <laughs> oh, you said acute, not cute. Okay, all right, acute bronchitis. Shame. I, I actually I saw that you had gone to A、uh, and E on Friday night. Is it? I, I I only saw it this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, quite a frightening thing because I mean, as like when Chad went into hospital, yeah, you know, you say to everyone, "I'll be fine," but you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, "Maybe my numbers up," kind of thing. Very,、right? very frightening. Thunderbolt of lightning,、um, Galileo,、yeah. Galileo. Yes, <laughs> indeed, sir. Indeed. <laughs> so, I will try and mute myself if I go into one of those little coughing things.、Um, but let's just jump into this straight away this week. Guys, because Stuart has got some news, and Lucidi, actually,、uh, um, uh, Stuart sort of starts his report early in the morning, and Lucidi just mentioned it in her news. Yeah, she's、um, she's stepped out of the studio because she's dealing with something、yeah. else at the moment, so she's not listening. So good, well, she's 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 making the bacon. I'm gonna <laughs> hand straight, <laughs>、yes. straight straight over to to、uh, Stuart. Let's start this week on a good note, please. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning, morning, everyone, morning team. How are you, sir? Yeah, very well. Very,、good. very well. Good, good. I thought I'm getting.、Uh, I think I've been、uh, infected,、um, not with any sort of coronavirus, but definitely with some positivity over the last week. I think、oh. uh, with with level three and businesses opening up again,、yeah. um, and just a general a general optimism around sort of global economies opening and doors reopening. We can see、um, it's yeah, reflected in the be, market. There、eh? seems to be an optimism. There、yeah. seems to be an optimism around,、um, and we haven't had that for a while. So I think it is very much welcome, and I think a lot of people are enjoying it this morning. It's definitely showing,、yeah. eh? In the numbers in the markets, we see it、uh, exactly what he's saying. I've noticed just in the in the currency in the last few days, the rand is getting stronger.、Um, what's happening? Why is this? Is it just because we've we've started to reopen the economy? Is that is it as simple as that? Um, there are a lot of with the rand.、Um, it's very difficult to sort of、uh, apply one any sort of attribute yes,、um, of unless、course. there's something unless there's something obvious、um, like a downgrade or anything like that. But just、mm-hmm. generally speaking, there we've seen we've seen a lot more money flowing into markets.、Um, we've seen our JSE up. We've seen some flows into our bond market.、Um, we, we've spoken about this for a while in terms of well, the real yield on our bonds. Yeah. Because it's part—it's part of the weekly squawk. So、yes. I mean, you—we spoke about it probably about four weeks ago about how how our bonds are looking pretty good now.、Um, yes. So I mean, so the, the dollar is—is is, I mean, already since you wrote it this morning,、uh, changing hands at sixteen seventy six. I think Lucidi just said it's gone out、yes. to sixteen seventy four. Yes. Um. So that is. But um. Jump jump into the the bonds issue and. Um, we even spoke last week about negative returns. So our bonds are looking great, Stuart.、Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, so what you need to look at is、uh, so bonds. Whenever we look at the, t- to a large degree, when you look at a, a country's <clears throat> sort of financial strength、um, and reliability as a as a as destination for capital, you look at their ten-year bond,、um, and then sort of by extension their other bonds,、um, some their twenty, their thirty, and so on and so forth.、Um, and we've seen that foreigners are net buyers of our bonds、mm-hmm. um, to the tune of around four billion dollars, which is great. So yeah, four billion dollars, which is、um, which is fantastic. So、yeah. we've seen some flows back. In. And what that means,、uh, 
Uh, there are some big banks around the world. Goldman Sachs has basically put a buy has, has put a buy recommendation on our ten year bond, um, and we've seen some positive comments out of the guys from Deutsche Bank um, and one or two other people, just to say that. Um, and it's very much a hunt for yield. So what's happened is, if you look at the so it's a couple of things. So obviously the, the reopening of the economy is good. Uh, people getting back to work is is very, very good. But what you're seeing now is a lot of the stimulus around the world that is sort of flowed from central banks mm-hmm. are dry a lot of yields lower. So investors are being forced to take a little bit of extra risk in the hunt for yield. And some of those flows tend to go to emerging markets. Um, and as and we are one of those major emerging markets. So we have seen some flows in, which is great. And what, they, what they're searching for is something called real yield. Um, so basically, if you can get a 5% return, but your inflation is 3% in a particular country, your real yield is 2%. Some right. of our bonds were offering upwards of 8, 9, even 10%. At one stage, close to 13% in terms of real yield that was around mid-march some of those have come back quite a bit but if you can still look at getting inflation plus five or inflation plus six in some government debt as opposed as opposed to having to take equity exposure Mm -hmm. um i mean some of these guys are just calling it a a slam dunk so you are seeing some flows coming back in it's it's like when when i explain to some of my clients and um i have to my presentation by saying um this is a no-brainer you know (laughs) Um, (laughs) which is perfect for me by the way Sorry, what was that dust? I said that's perfect for me, a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> um, and as as we've also spoken about uh, um, over recent weeks, our friends, our, our very clever friends at at Anchor Capital, say that the rand remains um, in oversold territory. Has Stuart? Uh, yeah. So what they do is they often cite what they call a, a PPP model, which is a purchasing power parity. And they basically look at a, a, a currency versus another currency and the inflation outlook over time. Uh, so basically, so if an inflation rate is higher in one country than it is in another country, the value of that currency will obviously disproportionately drop as you go forward because the, yes. inflation, the inflation rate obviously diminishes. Yeah. And even 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 looking at a purchasing power parity model going right back around 20 years, the rand is still in oversold territory, and you're probably looking at fair value on the rand of somewhere between 14, 15, and 15. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could we could continue to see if we see some flows coming back in, we could um, we could see some more strength. Um, mm-hmm. But we need to make sure that we remain, um, you know, a, a, a sort of a safe destination for that capital. Absolutely. So that's where the politics comes in. And we need to know that we're doing the right things and making the right decisions and so on and so forth. But uh, dare I say we've started the week and ended dare, last week on dare. a very positive footing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, what I want to do, I'll just ask you real quickly to explain, um, especially for the tribe out there, Stuart, is the, we, we talk about the bonds and how attractive our bonds look and all that. Why is what? What does it mean to the man in the street, the the the, the Joe Bloggs who runs his plumbing business that's listening to the radio? Uh, um, why, why is it important for him to understand that SA bonds are looking good? Well, to the man, to the layperson, I would say, um, you know, your average layperson out there has uh, probably has a pension fund or a provident fund. They've probably got a retirement annuity. They may have the odd investment here and there. Um, and these SA government bonds, a lot of fund managers in what they call fixed income portfolios or multi-asset. Yes. 
income portfolios will hold a lot of this debt. Um, and because that debt becomes more attractive, it makes those funds that hold them obviously more attractive. Um, I've been advising some of my clients to take a more circumspect view and include proportionately a bit more South African debt in their portfolios. Yes. Um, it does tend to do two things. It, it tends to reduce volatility and add some certainty. But when you can get them at these prices, that just makes them sort of all the more attractive. Um, so that we have seen, yeah, you will see, you will see sort of increased consumption of these bonds going forward. And I, I think from a, from a lot of the asset managers that run, I mean, we call them living annuities, but just for the tribe, um, basically our pensioners out there that have these these you know a basket of call them shares mm -hmm. uh, in a mixed annuity uh, in a, in a fixed fixed annuity, sorry, a living annuity, um, uh, you know, uh, it's good news for you. It's it's really good uh, news. It, it can be depending on where you're generating your income. So remember, some of those some of those portfolios um, will have exposure to money market funds, and obviously yes. those haven't done necessarily well because of drop in the repo rate. Yeah. Um, so you meet, need to make a distinction between money market portfolios and then your other income type of portfolios. Mm. Uh, people use the term income quite broadly, but your fixed income assets, your bonds, those types of things are generating higher yields at the moment. One of the many blessings you bring to my business, sir, is that I get to bounce stuff like this off of you. <laughs> Tell us, tell us about President Cyril Ramaphosa, uh, these new bills, these three new bills that he signed. So he signed, yeah, signed a couple of bills into um, into law. Um, uh, the most interesting of which is called the Promotion of Access to Information Amendment Act, um, and it does one specific thing, which I think is going to shake up sort of SA politics, and that is the you can no longer withhold the identity of donors. So if you're making yeah. a donation to a political party. Uh, oh. in excess of 100,000 rand. You need to record the identity of the person who made the donation. You need to yeah. make records available every quarter, and you need to keep those records for at least five years. Um, I think donations to political parties are very rarely that. They're very rarely actual yes, donations. Donation, donation. There's very, much a, there's very wow. much a sort of an implied, an implied sort of reciprocity there to say, well, we've given Indeed. you this. In the future, we might want. And that's why in the US, if you see like the political lobbyists and the, all those type of massive donations to political parties, it's very much a it can be seen as a mutual back scratching exercise. I'm scratching your back now, and in the hopes in the hopes in the future that if I suddenly get an itch on my back. You might just yeah. you might scratch it, you know. Correct. So, yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, it, it exactly. is going to lift the veil a bit. Um, but again, it's it's only it's only sort of just made the news, so we'll have to see how it plays out. But I think largely it's a positive thing. Um, so yeah, so we can see who is who's making all these big donations. Oh, oh no, absolutely, I agree with you. It's about time, man. And yeah. then and then I see two two of our our Capitech directors are in trouble. Um. Uh, not yeah, not necessarily in trouble. Um, just just something that is possibly worth looking at a little closer. So what happens is, and it it's, gets a little technical. What happens is when a, a director or an executive uh, of a business hold a lot of sort of shares in that business, yes. if you look at that person's entire portfolio, you would tend to see that their exposure is heavily weighted to that share. So if they if fifty percent of their portfolio is owned in let's use our example Capitech shares, yes. they would be heavily exposed to one share. Now, you're a financial advisor. You would never give a person that financial advice. You would say diversify, Absolutely. get different shares in, different managers, and so on and so forth. So yes. what they what they do is they, they lock in their share price, and this is where it gets a bit technical. They use what they call a collar. And what that means is they basically lock in their share price by taking yeah. a view that the share price will go up 
and it will go down. So they yes. basically buy financial instruments that protect them on either side of the trade and therefore locking in their value. Okay. Um, and then for the entire report, I did include it. I included the the article from MoneyWeb in my newsletter just yeah. to read through what they did because there's an argument about off sort of off exchange trading and whether yes. or not it's you know uh, um, whether or not it. Um, Effects on exchange trading and so on and so forth, well, but uh, not necessarily dubious. There's no guilt to be assigned, but it, it, it's it's definitely worth taking a closer. Yeah, look. and 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 then uh, you, I like how you ended here. You say have a read, make up your own mind. You know, so mm, yeah. like it's it definitely made me raise an eyebrow. I must tell you that. Yes. Yeah. No, um, it's, there's no been there's been no determination or of guilt or anything like that. But it's definitely worth a read. And 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 then our quote of the week: um, the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, you, yeah, you, yeah, you can't make this stuff up, as Dustin likes to say. It, yeah, yes. it's interesting. The, the rhetoric coming out of both China and and the U.S. at the moment is 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 very very worrying. So the without going into too much detail, the the, the Chinese a lot of the messaging out of the chi, out of China at the moment is almost to some degree not poking fun. But just raising the issue, because remember how 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 sort of shocked and angry the U.S. were when China imposed those um, restrictions on Hong Kong, those new laws, and there was rioting and so on and so forth. And yes. now, after the you know um, after the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis, there's now a lot of rioting in the U.S. So yeah. China's basically saying, before you cast judgment, you know, let's uh, let's see what's happening in your own backyard. And unfortunately, there's a lot of um, yeah, there's a, a, lot, a lot of, of rhetoric. To and fro. Mm. Yes, a lot of to mm. and fro. And then, of course, yeah. my favorite every week, jargon of the week, a currency <clears throat> carry trade. Yes. Um, so, based, so, so very simply, what a currency carry trade is, it's a, it's a sort of a forex, it's a, a foreign exchange sort of strategy, and it basically involves borrowing um, currencies that have got low interest rates and investing in currencies that have got high interest rates. So the rand often, because of its high interest rates comparative to other currencies, tends yes. to tends to um, uh, sort of benefit from the, these types of currency trade. So the greater the spread between the two currencies, obviously the better, because then yes. you're you're earning money through what they call the carry trade. Right. That's very that. And then and then and then um, I think uh, we we're going to end off with um, uh, we 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 had we had a a reader that wasn't uh, very happy with us last week. Well well well, <laughs> well when I say us, I think be he's honest, on my, me. He's on my side. Yeah, he's, he's on my side because I'm a Trump fan. So As am I, by the way. Black. Tell us about it. I did. Um, so in my in my in my article in my article last week, I was um, I was very critical of, uh, of 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 the leadership of Donald Trump. Um, but some of my some of my comments were or were construed as attacking the man um, sort of directly, which I try not to do, but I, I couldn't really help myself. Um, so I've said that uh, sort of I do hold strong political views. But what I this this reader um, said to me that um, you know we need to respect different views and they, he watches things like Fox News, uh, which I've always uh, sort of not I've always thought to myself it's obviously biased and it's obviously pro-Trump and it's this and it's that and have yeah. and sort of have ignored it. Yes, but I thought yes, to myself, yes. well, that's not really the way to go. So what I did was I went and downloaded the app. I now have Fox News on my phone. And what it's done, it's highlighted a couple of things, chief among which is not necessarily their biased reporting, but how biased CNN are. Yeah, and I've never really appreciated out. how oh. biased they were. Um, and All right, I'm going to buy you, Stuart Dando, a coffee. I owe you a coffee for admitting <laughs> that because you are probably the first person that I've ever heard that's been anti-Fox News to come back and say that. And I really appreciate that. Look, Fox and uh, – the. Fox has opinion shows that I, I think for the most part their reporting is 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 pretty unbiased. 
Uh, their opinion shows are very much conservative shows, and I'll admit that, and that's why we watch them. Um, mm. But when you watch CNN and you watch oh, NBC, it's, blatant. it's just like yeah. they don't even try to mask it anymore. Yeah, uh, some people yeah. will like Stuart will say that Fox News is is slanted, and I don't agree with it. But I I definitely I, I don't get my news from Fox News either. I I dig a little bit deeper and find news from other places. Well, um, this is the secret. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, but and people I, are not willing to do that. They're willing to turn yeah. on a TV and and hear whatever yes, someone tells them. Yeah. Your wife must be charmed, um, Stuart, that you've downloaded yet another <laughs> news source. Because as yes. you're a bit of a news junkie already, you know, much like myself. I am. Yeah. I am. Look, I like to consume a lot of news. Um, but this reader's comments gave me some sort of pause, you know, just to reflect a little and say, well, hold on. Maybe, you know, maybe there are some new points. I, I do have strong political views. So I, I make no bones about it. I make no apologies for it. But, but what is your important views, is that, are they not? Yeah. Exactly. And I suppose, and, and what's important and is that my view, to those views, my, by the way. My, view, my view on something is as important as someone else's. And it's important right. to listen to people. Look, there Quite is a right. caveat to that. There is a yes. caveat to that. There are some yes. people that hold extreme views, mm -hmm. which just are wrong. So the fascism, anarchy, this type mm -hmm. of things are just yeah. wrong. It's as simple as that. Things mm -hmm. like subjugation and cruelty are just, are just wrong in anyone's eyes. Yes. But there are certain places where different political ideologies need to meet in the middle. You know, we need to be tolerant. There needs to be some compassion and understanding. And only then can we move forward. Um, yeah. So, yes, look, I still, I still, having read a lot of the Fox stuff, I still think there's definitely a slant to it. And I still think it's very, uh, it is very much biased. But it has yeah. highlighted how biased CNN is. Yeah. So now yeah. I'm going to try and consume both of them, find a place in the middle that I find acceptable, and, um, and take it yeah. from there. And hopefully, a lot of people will will take um, will take something from that. You yeah. know, based just, on what, just quickly going back to what you just yeah. said, um, I just yeah. wanted to actually say something to that. And now I forgot completely what I was going to say. I, where is my <laughs> wow? Crystal blue persuasion? Much anyone? Wow! No, how did that no. happen? No, but I definitely no. want to say. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, what Stuart is saying is correct, and you know. I don't have to agree with Stuart Dando's viewpoint or Wazi's viewpoint or anyone yeah. else's viewpoint. But if we cannot be civil with each other and we cannot debate our disagreements and at the end agree, I'm not going to change your mind and you're not going to change my mind. So let's carry on and be civil to each other. We Just because we disagree doesn't mean we have to hate each other and doesn't mean we have to, to start Quite giant right. fights. And I think that's the bottom line. Absolutely. And I think that we're still going to drink beer and have yes, cycles. Absolutely. And you guys are still going to come to my house for a bry and as soon as I get this bry painted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure thing. It's, I'm still waiting for Casey's um, uh, uh, um, samosas. Oh, she's listening. Okay. Don't. Uh, yeah, uh -huh. I know she's listening. I, I know. <laughs> that's, why, she... that's why I, just, I slipped it in there quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th I think Casey needs a manager. I think I'm going to manage Casey because she's got some yeah. demand and I think we're going to start taking orders. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I'm actually sitting with my old breakfast show T-shirt on, by the way, Dust. Do you know those cool ones that yes, we had made? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, so, they're very yeah, cool. It's a little, a little nostalgic this morning. Yeah, ten thirty-five um, on a Monday morning. By the way, I think uh, we need some new Miller Time T-shirts. What do you think? Yeah, I'd, I'd like one. Yeah, Stuart, me, yeah, you, Lasady. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Stuart, what we don't do um, uh, a lot. Um, is you know um, the stuff that we that that you use. Okay, so your sources of inspiration. Can can we just give a shout out to you know uh, um, 
uh, we've got the daily Maverick, which is, is one. We've got 91 Asset Management, The Economist, Bloomberg, News24, MoneyWeb, Financial Times, in, Investopedia, of course, uh, yep. Anchor Capital, who we, we have a very good relationship at a two with. And, of course, I see this week, Fox News <laughs> has been added. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Look, there are, like I said, I just think it's important to it's important to hear different viewpoints because in the middle is where you find tolerance and compassion and all those types of things. There were there were there are some things that I disagree with, but um, but ultimately listening to viewpoints, I think, is probably a good thing. Mr. Dando, as always, sir, an absolute pleasure to have you, um, you. on the show. And uh, um, uh, Mr. Miller, um, are you going to yes. play me some blues? Sir? I am. So here's the deal. By the way, uh, Stuart Dando, thank you very much. I will uh, keep my word that when we um, convene in studio one of these days for a change of pace, I'll buy you a coffee and obviously the beer or whatever else. 